Hi, welcome to Peanut Butter and Jelly Shoes. I'm Caitlin. I'm Tiffany. What did we watch today, Tiffany? Today we decided to watch some game shows from our childhood. One in particular. Yes. On Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. Legends of the Hidden Temple. We sure did. It was incredible. It was. We watched two episodes of it. And I'd like to think we were inspired to watch this because we just took a trip out of town to a small place called Idlewild for a significant birthday milestone of mine. Your 80th birthday. My 80th birthday, <laughs> where we played the card game version of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Which was very fun and very true to its source. It was extremely complicated yeah. and frustrating and fun. So it was just like the game. Just like the game show. Missing one major component. Kirk Fogg. Kirk. <laughs> Motherfucking Fogg. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, God. Wow, we had a discussion. We had a, a lot of discussions yeah. about Kirk Fogg, quite frankly. We, so, I don't know if you've seen this show before. Loyal listener. <laughs> All <laughs> Two 37 of you. of you. Kathy, I'm talking to you. Now, we have at least... We have triple digits. But my favorite loyal listener is your mom. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. I love you. <laughs> uh, but if you haven't watched the show before, it's a game show that was on Nickelodeon in the early 90s, and it basically paired total strangers together, two to a team. They mm -hmm. were all based on different animals, like the purple parrots, the green jaguars, the silver snakes, yeah, the blue barracudas. The list goes on. It goes on. And they have to compete in different games in order to gain access to Olmec's temple. Right. To retrieve an artifact and then win a chance to go to space camp. Yeah. That's <laughs> basically, in a nutshell. Right, yeah. It's like, it's the set kind of looks like a, like, a weird, like, like, if PBS in 1991 did a young Indiana Jones special, but, like, they had a week to get ready... That's what the set looks like. Yeah. It's like vines and like fog machines. Did you watch Finders Keepers? No. Because it was a, it was similarly laid out where like the end game was like in a giant house where they went room to room to find different stuff. And oh. it always has reminded me of that. I'm not familiar with that show. It's pretty cool. But like so these kids, I feel bad because it starts with like eight Six or eighteen. I think it's like eight. It's a significant number. It's a lot of color. I mean, there's a lot of kids, a lot of colors. Like blue. Eight. Eight whole colors. Blue. Red. red you got your green, silver. Silver. You got your orange. Orange. Purple. What am I missing? I feel like I'm missing. Did you say green? Yeah. I mean, I would just repeat all the colors you probably said. I think there's eight. Actually. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Irrelevant. So it starts out. They're they're calling the field basically. So it starts out with this big group, and then they have to, like, basically cross a river. Yeah. And there's a couple different ways they can do that. They can either uh, basically, like, hand over hand cross over a rope, or they can go through tires. Yeah. And they don't get the choice. Like, it's just whatever no. they set up for that day. And so the first four teams to make it through that first round go on to the second round the Steps of Knowledge. Oh, boy. So we watched... Okay, the first episode we watched... <laughs> So every episode has a different title, which is like a legend. And there's this giant rockhead named Olmec mm -hmm. that reads to you a legend. And so, while he's reading, his eyes glow red, which I always thought was really fucking cool. 
Yeah, it's really high tech. It's so high tech. And his stone face is all wrinkly. And his lips move. His eyes blink and his mouth moves. Yeah, his eyes like flutter and, and gr- not green, red. And as red, you've already as said. As I've already said. I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but so the first one we watched was the Legend of the Trojan Horseshoe. The giant horseshoe. Yeah, so it was like the horseshoe of... The Trojan, the Trojan horse. horse. Which, it was made of wood and attached to a platform, so it wouldn't have a horseshoe. No. But I digress. So they basically, so Olmec, the giant talking stonehead, tells, like, a two-minute story, and then the four remaining teams have to answer questions based <laughs> but, on the story, which aren't entirely based on the story. Right. But, like, I laughed so hard because for the... For this one, the Trojan Horseshoe, they were like, oh, Paris found Helen, and, like, she was the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> and it's obvious that they just grabbed two people that were in the closest vicinity. So they had, like, a f- quote-unquote flashback of, like, two people in togas, like, pretending to be Paris and Helen of Troy, and so the guy that played Paris was looked like a 20-year-old intern. And then the woman that was, like, clutching onto his shoulder was 55, like, conservatively. <laughs> or was a man in a wig. I think it was a woman because she was very short and oh, small. Oh, honey. <laughs> no, but, like, she was, like, they were, like, Helen of Troy. And then, like, they cut to this, like, foggy scene of them. And, like, we both burst out laughing because Helen of Troy was, like, Helen of Troy his looked, mother. She looked rough. She was, like, not even, like, a beautiful, like, there's beautiful women who are 55 years old. Like, this is, like, a 55-year-old, like, cat lady in the Ozarks. She like, wasn't she even, was rough. She wasn't even, like, a handsome woman. No. She was just, like, an old woman who'd seen some shit. They, like, put a black wig on her. And, oh, like, it was a bad. bad harsh light. It was bad. It was people with burst out laughing. Like, Helen and Troy, the most beautiful woman in the world. And we just burst out laughing. Oh, my God. Um, uh, but before we go any further, I do want to point out one thing that I think was really special about this show was no matter at what point you got eliminated, you would win a prize. That's right. So the first episode we watched, the teams who did not make it across the river, do you remember what they won? Is that a, the CD player? No. They won LA. Oh! <laughs> they won LA hair Works gel. hair gel. They won hair they gel. They won hair gel. It was the 90s. Oh my god, but still. That was what, like, so, I was thinking about these poor families, so, like, you get on the show, you, like, you audition, your family flies to Orlando, (laughs) they're put up in the Hilton, no, that's probably too nice. They're put up in the Motel 6. They're put up in the Holiday Inn Mm -hmm. for the night. Uh, They all come, they gather together, this is Billy's big break. Like, we're all, grandma's here. We're all rooting Uncle, for you, Billy. Yeah, we're just, we got a little, like, we made little flags, and we're all just huddled together, and then you get eliminated immediately. Like, nothing, like... You're there for five minutes. Five minutes, and then you have to go home with your head hung in shame. But at least your hair looks good, because you got hair gel. Well, you got hair gel, yeah, I suppose. Do you remember what the other episode, the eliminated teams won? The first eliminated teams? They won a, a Nestle Quick. To oh, make chocolate milk. They won, like, a year supply of Nestle Quick. Oof. Congratulations on your $50 prize. Yeah, seriously. Well, I don't know. Was that worth more or less than hair gel? I would rather the hair gel than the chocolate milk. Yeah, I guess the hair gel would last longer. Well, it depends on how your hair is. What if you hate chocolate? What if you hate hair gel? What if you don't have hair? <laughs> <laughs> The alopecia teeth? 
the alopecia team deserves chocolate milk then I guess maybe that's why they maybe maybe what we didn't notice in the second episode is that a team had alopecia well they all had helmets on so who's to know who's to tell I think I would have noticed if a team had alopecia I wrote down you didn't make it but here's your hair gel <laughs> thanks for coming all the way to Orlando I would much rather have the chocolate milk frankly would you yeah I would have picked that in a heartbeat I wasn't a hair gel child mm. I also don't understand how you don't make it across the water quickly. Oh, some of these kids were like, at one point, Tiffany like questioned their um, their cognitive abilities, <laughs> but like, no, clearly they were fine. They're just dumb kids. <laughs> like, there's like I... kids just you know like a slack jawed like bug eyed children, just you know open hanging mouths, tongues lolling, and they're just staring at this the sun. I don't know what they're Yeah, like. it's like they don't understand they've But never then seen we're thinking, show. Oh my god, wait, is this like a thing? But then they're like, Oh yeah, we tried really hard but we didn't make it. She's like, Oh so you're, you're just, just you're just terrible. Yeah. Like <laughs> Thank uh, God we were relieved. Yeah. So they make it to the sips of knowledge and yeah. after Olmec tells his little story, then there's some questions that the host Kirk Fogg asks. Right. <laughs> no, to me, no, no, no. It's uh, Olmec asks the questions. You're just so wrapped up in a Kirk Fogg world that you forgot he doesn't do everything. I'm really upset about that. Because <laughs> Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany, like, to, to, to be fair, Tiffany took a real shine to Kirk Fogg. Like, she was like, <laughs> she likes the cut of his jib. You know... Little Tiffany, who watched this show, thought Kirk Fogg was so dreamy. And grown-up Tiffany, who watched this show, Thinks still he's so maintains dreamy. that Kirk Fogg, in his khaki shorts, he's ready for anything. He has a tape measure. <laughs> he has tape <laughs> measure for the, for the jungle? He has a tape measure for the jungle How on, big on is one this frond? Hip. Oh, it's three feet. Maybe that's not what he's measuring. Oh, And then shit. on his other hip, he just has a pouch for treats. <laughs> and sundries. I like to imagine he has like like caramels. I it, in there. hey, why not? I would eat them. Yeah, you would. That's not the only thing you'd eat. Okay, so the 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 biggest takeaway we had from this is how much I liked Kirk Fogg. Well, it was amazing because because <laughs> here's the thing: is I remember seeing like seeing Kirk Fogg as a child, and like the thought of him as an attractive image never even crossed my mind. I've always liked older men. Right, but like he, but so, but to be fair, to be fair, he looked very young, and when we were watching clips of this, we were immediately like, "He's twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, he looks like he's in his twenties, but no, he was like in his mid to late thirties while this was being filmed. But he just was, he has a very youthful. He's my energy. age now. Well, in that, but we looked him up online. Mm-hmm, we he's did in his late fifties now. Right, which was shocking but, to both of us. But he, he looks aged. very. Good. Well, he I'm not mad lovely. at how he aged. If I saw him on the street, I would have pegged him for, like, 44 years old. But oh, no, God. he's, like, 58. But he looks great. Do you think they hired him because he was handsome? Or because his name was Kirk Fogg? I think a little of both. I mean, they probably, like, creamed their jeans when they this guy came in and his name was Kirk Fogg. Well, what's Fogg got to do with it? It's just a cool, like, Indiana Jones kind of name. Maybe he changed his name for the show. I doubt it because his bride's name is Fog. As we well. looked up his his bride. <laughs> I've gone down a spiral of Kirk no, Fog he was internet. Very cute, but I was never attracted to adult men, with like very few exceptions as a child. Give me one exception. Can I guess? Can you give me like two clues and I'll guess? Okay, I'm trying to. Okay, there. So 
there's only two men I can think of off the top of my okay, head that from age eleven and younger that I was like, oh, they're cute. Okay. They're both eighties, big famous eighties stars. Were they singers? No. Were they actors on TV? Yes, act, uh, halfway. Okay, well, I'm probably not going to guess, unless you give me a clue. Okay, so, one of the first actors I remember thinking was like, oh, he's handsome, and I'm sort of, I have this weird feeling about him, was Tom Cruise. <gasps> like, young Tom, Tom Cruise. I Tom Cruise from Legends. I had a picture of him in Legends in my locker. I actually was particularly attracted to Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Oh, so we're that different in our age. No. In appreciation no, of I didn't, Tom Cruise. No, no, I, no, and the other adult man that I was like, saw in a movie and I remember finding attractive but like it makes sense was uh Michael J. Fox in Back to the yeah, Future yeah that makes sense when I was like 10 I remember sense. seeing Back to the Future adorable. and I remember thinking like I feel very like weird about him I can't stop looking at him but like I didn't articulate it but like my favorite part about this whole conversation is like I was like just give me like a big clue and I'll guess it and you're like so the first one is Tom Cruise <laughs> you didn't even give me a clue you just said they're no but you asked like TV if they were TV or movie and I was thinking Michael J. Fox was a TV Family and a movie star so that's why I kind mm, of like choked a little you bit you waffled I did waffle but I remember finding him attractive as a child but so but he has a boyish look about him so it's understandable he was yeah. a transition i always had like i've told you haven't i told you about my uh fonzie story like i had the biggest crush on fonzie because i watched a lot of Aww. nick at night when i was little yeah and i was like gutted when i found out that they were reruns because i didn't understand Aww. what a rerun or syndication was mm-hmm. so like in my mind when i'm watching happy days at like 10 years old or like whatever i thought he was like 20 Aww. i didn't realize he was like my dad's age yeah he's like yeah he's he's pretty up there well, he's older than my father but like i thought when i was watching it very young i didn't understand that concept of like syndication so i thought he was Oh, yeah. Like, Attainable-ish. Like, I didn't realize he was, like, could have been my dad. No, that's, like, a hard reality. Like, when I first saw, uh, like, James Dean, uh, I remember being, like, he was, like, one of the first celebrities that I saw in a movie, and I was, like, I feel really hot right now. I don't know why. <laughs> but, like, then I found out, like, oh, not only is, like, he's, like, he's dead, but, like, even if he had been alive, he would have been very old. We're older than him now. Oh, by, like, a lot. Did you have a James Dean poster in any of your rooms growing up? Because I did. I had a giant James Dean poster in my college dorm room. Me too. Did you have the one where he was, like, pulling his shirt up like that, like, over his nose? No, but I had it saved in my background for a little bit. So you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly which one you're talking about. The big black black, uh, turtleneck. It's like the cable knit. Yeah. Yeah, Tiffany's imitating it right now. I keep pulling my shirt up over my face. No, I remember he made me feel very strange. Yeah, he was handsome. <laughs> but, like, the interesting thing is I've gone back and watched Rebel Without a Cause, like, a few times. And, like, he's not that good of an actor. Like, in a few parts, like, he's I not, laugh at it. Yeah, he's not a great actor, but, but like... He's so good looking. He's so good looking, and he has, like, a timeless look that, like... And, like, what could happen if he would have had more time to, like, hone oh his crafts? Oh, my God. Okay, but so, Kirk Fong. <laughs> <laughs> back to Legends of the Hidden Temple. Back to Legends Holy of the Hidden shit. Temple. Man. Wow, that was a, that was a sidebar. Um... Yeah, so Kirk Fogg, you thought was very handsome, and you I know what? Did. You know what? He's still handsome. You know what? He could get it. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk Fogg, Fogg, if you're listening, <laughs> Kirk Fogg in the era of hosting Legends Tiffany's of the Hidden Temple is is, is three nope. one zero two nope. one yep. three. I'm a two one three, and that's all you Five, need to know. Four six. <gasps> 
Shush. Three. That's my real phone number. Two, five, seven. Five. That's someone's phone number. You didn't do the five five five. Dial away, friends. <laughs> I don't know whose number that is. I'm sorry. No, but so the steps of knowledge. Um, yeah, two teams made it. It was the silver snakes. The silver snakes, and I don't know the green the- jaguars, maybe. Sure. And so then they, so those two teams go on to the temple games, and yeah. there's three temple games, mm-hmm. and you can win pendants of life while you play the temple games. And the pendants of life are important because, well, A, whoever wins the most uh, goes to uh, the The next, temple. Goes to the temple, that's right. You get to run the temple. <laughs> you get to run the temple, but like, so that there's three games, and the first mm-hmm. two games you get a half a pendant. Yes. And the last game you win a full pendant. Correct. And they have very special uses. So the most pendants you can get going into the temple are two full pendants. And you can use them to uh, pay off the terrifying, nightmare-inducing, to this day in our 30s, temple guards. The temple guards, yeah, that's the point of them. So it's like if you... So you run through the temple to find the artifact and get out. Mm -hmm. And there's all these rooms. And if you run into a room and there's a temple guard, which is... Like, a shirtless man in a mask. Wearing, who, like, a hula skirt. Yeah, who wears a hula skirt, and he bursts out from behind a wall and, like, just tackles a small child, which, <laughs> as a child, like, as a child, and now, like, give me anxiety. Like, as an adult, I do not fuck with haunted houses. Right. I do not go in any place where they can, like, jump out at you or touch you or do anything. I've done, like, a few of those in my life. And then, like, once I got into my 30s, I was like, hey, you know what? Those aren't fun for me. I don't do them. So I meet up with you guys on Halloween after you do that. But it's like, imagine a haunted house, but you're by yourself. And not only do they jump out and scare you, they actually physically tackle you. Oh, my God. And you're 12 years old. Like, all of these things. It must have been terrifying. I remember when I was maybe, like, 26 or 27, something around that area, a group of us went to the Queen Mary Haunted Harbor for Halloween. I went in exactly one, like, haunted thing on the ship. Uh, caveat, I am terrified of water and boats. So I go into this thing. I go, I make it through, like, halfway through one haunted room. Someone reaches up from a scaffolding and, like, touches my head. Oh, God. And I was like, cool, I'm out. And I waited outside of the ship for, like, two hours while everyone else was still inside going through the mazes. I don't fuck with that. No, you it's terrifying. You shouldn't. And that's, I, I, I would not do well on, on the temple with the temple guards. I agree. Yeah, but, like, I also had something similar where I was in a haunted house as a kid. Where, like, I was alone and I was eight years old. And I, like, it wasn't a haunted house. It was, like, a daytime carnival. <laughs> sure. No, but, like, I went in and it was pitch black in there. And it was one of those where people did jump out at you. No one touched you. Mm-hmm. But, like, people would, like, come out at you and, like, uh... I just, I remember I, I, like, I just curled up in a ball and started crying, and I was halfway through it, and, like, a lady that worked there, thank God, like, came up to me, and she was so sweet, I remember, and she just was like, oh, honey, I'm so sorry, she, like, she, like, led me out, and it was pitch black in there, and she had a flashlight, she was like, see, like, it's okay, this is, like, all these things hanging out of the wall, that's just string, that's just string, and that's just a plastic thing. What a wonderful woman. Right, like, I mean... 
I was eight years old, so she, she was probably like eighteen or something. But like Aww. in my brain, she's like fifty. <laughs> but like, but like, yeah. So like, we came out, and I was just a sobbing wreck. So I know what you, I know that feeling. Yeah, it's terrible. Like I, I, I just don't like it. And I tried to pretend like I liked it for a long time, and I used to go to a lot of those things, yeah. and it's just not my thing. And I do not think I would have handled the temple guards well. Oh god, the temple guards like like just make me so nervous. They make me sweat. Yeah, like I was, I we were we watched two episodes of the show, and both times when they were doing the runs, the teams, we were both like edge of our seat, like, oh god, are they gonna make it? Like, well, they only have twenty two seconds left. They can't make it. Oh fuck! There's a temple guard. Ah, like <laughs> we, it was very. It we was, got super invested. We did. We really did. So yeah, so like once they so they play all these like games, and then like well, what you do is you hand. The temple, like, or what is it? The the, the pendant. pendant of life. You hand the pendant of life. If you get caught by a temple guard, you can hand them a pendant of life to like basically get Continue. out of jail. Yeah, it's like a get out of jail free card. But then if another temple guard comes out and you don't have a you're pendant of fucked. life, then you're fucked and you're like dead. Basically, they kill you. And your partner. And then a, your partner starts over. Ugh. And it, it, see, because you don't know your partner, obviously. Yeah, did we talk about that? Like, these are people that are 100% not friends. You mentioned that they're strangers. They're absolutely strangers. Like, as a child, I thought they must must be friends, but clearly their dynamic was like, I don't know No, they never met each other before. It's very plain. Yeah. But actually, both of the ones we watched, they 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 made it. They won! Yeah! Which is uncommon. It was very uncommon. Like, they won boomboxes. They won CD players, but they didn't mention whether or not they had skip technology. That's just... Really okay, like if you're gonna that was get important to me. a portable Walkman DVD or not DVD, CD player, CD player, it has to have skip. Like, what do they call it? It's it was, like skip technology. So, like, if you dropped it, your like, CD wouldn't skip. Right, but like it, it kind of worked. I remember, but like if you didn't, if yeah. you had one that didn't have skip technology, like oh, you it, were poor. <laughs> it was like unless it was sitting flat on a table the entire time, mm-hmm. like it would just be like I don't want no, don't want no. Don't want to. And, like, you'd be like, what is it? What is it? What don't you want? And then it's, like, scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> what an odd choice for you to go to. Well, because I was trying to think of a CD I used to listen to on Walkman. On your Discman? On my Discman. Yeah. And it, I listened. I remember listening to TLC's fan mail on the bus freshman year of high school at 14 years old. And I remember thinking, this is good. Ground, like, groundbreaking. This is amazing. <laughs> this is art. <laughs> I remember. That's incredible. Yeah. But, like, you had to have no skip. You did. So you could win that. You could win backpacks or, like, outdoor gear. Mm -hmm. Like, sports equipment. It was, like, it looked like the saddest, like, uh, goal you could set up in your backyard for soccer. It was, like, half the size of a goal. Well, even they showed the picture of, like, the balls. And, like, the balls were very clearly. like, a wiffle ball. There were mini balls. Like, there was, like, a basketball. But it was, like, one that, like, your five-year-old sister could palm in her hand. Yeah. Like, it was not real. So we did, like Caitlin said, we did see two teams successfully make their way through the temple. The one team won a trip to the Bahamas, which is, like, pretty legit. Yeah, that's a really good trip. And then the other team won a trip to where? Space camp. Now, what's interesting about space camp is you've been. I did three years of space. Three camps. whole years of space camp. Mm-hmm. Do you think you ever met someone who won their no. way into space camp? They never. Well, here's the thing: is I so this show was only on the year I looked it up. It was the only the two on, years uh, from ninety three to ninety five. Okay, and I went to space camp. 97, 98, and 99. Uh, what it would have been so cool if you would have met someone who would have won, though. I didn't, though. Mm. But, I mean, it 
it had I, I would have been their best friend. Probably. Yeah. But no, it was a, it was a good time, and I'm, I'm envious of them. Although, if you're an adult, here's the thing. I have to Google it to be sure, but I remember reading recently that if you're an adult and you always wanted to go to space camp, you can still literally go to space camp. Like, they have really? space camp. Yeah, they have space camp for adults because there's so many people like us that, like, wish they had went as a kid. But, like, they have a full program. Oh, I never wish I would have gone. Oh. You get locked in one of those things and they, like, spin you, right? They don't I lock you in there. But, they like, I would have thrown up. They don't force you to do it. I would have like, thrown up. They don't force you to do it. They, 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 like, I did it th- all three years I was there. And, no, you don't throw up. That's that's why they do it. Because the point of it is, is that you flip around and you never repeat a direction twice. And the reason people get dizzy is because you repeat the same motion over and over again. So if you go, you, you flip sideways and then you flip, like, you know, you flip all different directions, you don't ever get dizzy. Even if you're the most nauseous, nervous, nosebleedy kid, it's impossible for you to get dizzy in one of those machines. It's like science. So, like, we had the most gangly, awkward kids go in there, like, oh, I don't want to do this, so I'm going to puke. <laughs> like, I need my inhaler. But, like, they would go in there, and they'd be like, oh, that was fine. Interesting. Yeah, so you could do it. I don't know, because I almost threw up on the Hogwarts Express. But that's we... <laughs> because it repeated a lot of motions, and it was jerky. But this is just sort of like, like, if I pushed you backwards, you wouldn't get dizzy, right? No, but I'd be cross. <laughs> <laughs> you did that i wouldn't be happy i'm not going to <laughs> but no i wouldn't throw up just from that no but it's impossible to throw up that's the thing it's Interesting. like a, it's a demonstration but you know what? here's the thing i will be comfortable for the rest of my life never testing that i'm just saying um you've never lived until you've pretended to be a payload specialist <laughs> i haven't so did you have like a mission where you had to like do something and you were talking to nasa yeah no that was like well, houston or whatever well first of all you're playing like as a part of a nasa mission yeah so you're talking to ground control so uh-huh. i've done one where i was ground were you control. major tom <laughs> i wish <laughs> no i was payload specialist in one mission which i didn't find out till much later that payload specialist is like like the shitty like scullery made like a red shirt Right, like, yeah. like nobody likes the payload specialist. Like, they're, like, the dumbasses of the trip. Aww. Yeah, I'm like, I'm the guy that brought the rocks! <laughs> like, <laughs> meanwhile, everyone else is flying the actual shuttle. Um, I also have been ground control, and you read from a script, but, like, it was cool because there was one where I was in a space station. I never got to actually, like, be the pilot, which pissed mm. me off. But I was in a space station, and I had to build solid rocket booster fuel, and so you had to mix all these ingredients together with, like, glo- these weird girl gloves. You were wearing a spacesuit. And I mixed together actual real solid, like, booster fuel or whatever. Ooh. It's like this spongy, rubbery thing, and you, like, mix all these things together. I just thought of the perfect honeymoon for you. Space camp? Space camp, where you get to be the pilot. Listen, if any of you <laughs> gentlemen out there are interested in having sex with me in space, give me... My number is... Your eight, mom listens one, to this. Eight. No, I'm kidding. Stop. <laughs> My mom knows what's up. Oh, she does. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, circling back to Kirk Fogg. <laughs> oh, right. What are your thoughts on Kirk Fogg? Oh. More. I just have a lot of them. I just liked the way he wore those khaki shorts. He, and I, see, I commented on the fact that he wore, uh, he wore denim shirts 
that were tucked in. They ballooned and bloused out. out. They bloused, yeah, bloused. It was very like part. a Seinfeld. Like that's how Seinfeld wore all of his shirts. He bloused. They his looked top. He he was a big blouser. Yeah, but that was like the style of the time. That wasn't like his choice. Yeah, it was. You know, I remember being forced to blouse out my shirts. Like tuck all your shirts in and pull them out. And I remember even thinking at the time like. This is weird. I would tuck in my exploration t-shirts into my bongo shorts when I was in, like, elementary school. Exploration t-shirts? Yeah, don't you remember those? They were, like, they were all, like, white t-shirts, and they had, like, big graphic, like, square logos on the chest, and, like, the one I remember the most was, like, it was, like, a a two-panel thing, and one was, like, a rhino, like, walking in the desert or some weird thing, and it was, like, water, water everywhere, not a drop to drink. It was, like, environmental stuff. Maybe it was a Florida thing? I, I lived know. in Florida. Not your whole childhood. I think I was more focused on um, shopping at the Warner Brothers store. That sounds right. <laughs> I, could, I was dusting up. I had way too many, like, Sylvester the Cat and Daffy Duck t-shirts to worry about. I couldn't about. stand that stuff. I was an avid fan. <laughs> I, I still feel like we would have been friends. I don't know. I know in high school I would have been scared of you. I would have been scared of you. Oh. Well, you would have been, you were like three years ahead of me, I think. <laughs> I would have been a senior when you were a freshman. Right, so I would have been scared of you just so automatically because of that. would have been so that. cool. Right, well, I was always scared of kids older than me, even if they were just like mm. a year above me. Right. Um, but, no, I, yeah, I would have been afraid of you. Oh, but I'm so nice sometimes. I know this now, but I was young and I was naive. <laughs> and I just, yeah. One thing we didn't talk about, which I thought was pretty funny on this show, was, like, the age of the contestants. Because they oh, ranged from, like, some kids looked like they were 11 or 12, and some kids straight up looked like they were 18. Yeah, like, well, I think they were all supposed to be between 12 and 14 years old, but you know how puberty is? <laughs> like, some of these kids were, like, like look like children like full-on yeah. children and then some of them were taller than kirk fogg and they're like i'm 14 i'm in high school <laughs> and like they're six feet tall and then yeah. they're like trying to like i'm like you of all people should be able to climb that rope you gangly monkey bastard right but like they were like Bleh. oh god i got so mad you remember that one the silver snakes who couldn't get the donuts over the thing was that the one where they were trying to climb up that pole that was like slanted and they were, like, trying to, like, pull themselves. Oh, no, oh my was, God. That was a... Infuriating. That, oh, I don't remember which episode that was, but, yeah, that was weird. So it was basically, like, a, a log <laughs> that they were straddling, and they had to, like, climb their way to the top to, like, spin something at the head of it. Yeah. And one team was just, like, amazing at it and, like, lapping the other team. The other team maybe got up once. Like, imagine a 10-foot-long log, Okay. That is slant, like, is up at an angle. Like, I would say it's maybe, like, a 20 degree angle. At most. Yeah. Like, and they're like, pull yourself up the log, straddling it, and then get to the top. It's like 10 feet, that's it. This one team, I swear to God, they just were, like, dry humping a log. They were just like... They couldn't do it. No, they were just sitting there like... Uh, and they couldn't climb. <laughs> Meanwhile, the other team, the purple parrots, were just zooming past them back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. And it was very infuriating. because It just, was. I want to find out who you were and why you did what you did. What's wrong with you? And are you ashamed of yourself? (laughs) How dare you? That was... Dead silent. But, like, I think out of all of the Nickelodeon game shows, and there were a lot, Mm -hmm. like, a ton of really good game shows, this was the one I always wanted to be on. Yeah, absolutely. Because I felt like it was, like, the smart kids game show. 
Yeah, because you have to pay attention. You have to, yeah, you have to like listen. You have to have a lot of skills. You have to be a good listener. You have to be smart. You have to be quick, and you have to be good at obstacle courses. Right, and I could have met Kirk Fogg. <sighs> if only you could have been married to him. Can you imagine what my life would have been like? <laughs> it probably wouldn't have been good because you're like twenty five years younger than him. Like, oh, thanks. Yeah, but I mean, he's still a handsome man. He is handsome. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, it was a good show. It was a good show. I really enjoyed watching it. Like, I got really into it. I think we both did. Yeah, I could have watched a million of these. I was, I was, we were both genuinely invested in the outcome, and we were yelling at the screen. We were actively rooting for children 20 years ago to win a trip to space camp. Right, like, because, I mean, there's no higher gift. (laughs) Somebody's choking. Sorry, I was drinking, and I... Joke. She was drinking water. I was drinking water. Gotta stay hydrated. That's right. Gotta stay healthy, kids. Aw. <sighs> yeah, so any final thoughts on... Uh... I mean, I feel like it held up. Yeah. I, I thought it was entertaining still. Handsome hose. <laughs> Exciting uh, adventure games. Sure. I thought that, like, the technology still looked pretty cool. Like, Olmec still looked pretty legit. Yeah. You know, it was fun. It was fun. It just, like, hit that nostalgic sweet spot. Just especially since we played the game mm-hmm. and then, like, watched the show. I enjoyed it. I don't know. It's hard to rate, like, a game show out of ten because I feel like I'm rating the competitors and they were children. Yeah. But, like, I feel like if this was rebooted, I would 100% watch it. I, I just want to make sure, like, I like it because it wasn't trying to be hip like yeah. it wasn't it was like, nerdy it was a nerdy show about nerdy kids who were like just interested in learning about history mm-hmm. like yeah um so but like i i don't know but like i just would be worried if they tried to reboot it now that it would be super like flashy and like you know hashtag temple and like hashtag this and like yeah but like these shows don't exist anymore like there really aren't really? any kind of game shows or activity shows for kids are there no I don't think so. I don't know, but I'm not watching children's TV. I mean, I watch a lot of children's TV. I don't. But, like, I just don't feel like it's a thing anymore. Like, Nickelodeon Studios shut down, and they were really the only studio that, like, made these kind of shows. Like, Nick Arcade and Double Dare and What Would You Do and Wild and Crazy Kids and all those shows. And, like, I don't feel like any other network really ever picked up that baton. And now that Nickelodeon is closed, like, I just don't think it exists anymore. That's fair. I really don't. But so I feel like what do kids watch now? It would be fun for them to have stuff like this. They watch YouTube now. And they watch like Oh god, that one that one guy, one asshole whose name I can't remember. <sighs> that guy. Well that guy. I think I think I know who you're talking about, but I feel like I'm gonna betray myself by revealing his name. The guy who filmed the suicide at the um, in the suicide gardens. Logan something. Yeah, Logan, whatever the fuck. Like that's who they watch instead of getting to watch something like Nick Arcade where yeah. people couldn't figure out right versus left on the weatherman screen. <laughs> They're not watching Carmen San Diego anymore. Uh, they just don't know anything. No, anymore. they don't. These Poor kids. kids. They could yeah. How do you how are you a child now, children? If you're a child, you if you're a child, you shouldn't be listening. Right into us, because Caitlin has a filthy mouth. I don't. <laughs> you're filthy. All right, that's fair. I'll accept it. So I don't know if I can rank this out of ten, but like I feel like if I had to, gun to the head, I don't know who would be doing that—a monster. I would give it like a seven. Yeah. What would you do? Same. What? What? What would you do? Oh shit. We did watch some clips from um, Double Dare. Oh, Mark Summers. Mark with a C. 
Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. Something about that just bothers me. But did you know he, like, read? Uh, there was, like, a brief period of time where he wasn't hosting Double Dare or What Would You Do? And he, he was, like, a severe... What if I'm making all this up? No, he, but the okay, way OCD. I remember, yeah, he was like severe OCD and like he couldn't handle hosting those shows anymore for like a while. Well, he was like literally the worst person to pick to be on a show that was like, oh, you get hit in the face with pie. This yeah. is a guy who's obsessed with cleanliness. Yeah, yeah, he was a portrait. I mean, he was engaging and I liked Mark Summers. I yeah. hope he's doing well. Well, he's still hosting. Um, how did not how did this get made? That's a podcast. I wish. I wish he was on that. No, it was um. I want to listen to a podcast with Mark Summers and Jason Manzikas talking Aww, about adorable. the next Fast and Furious movie. No, but how, what's that show? It's like, um, not how did this get made, but it's like... I have no idea. I how, realize, how it's made, I think. I didn't realize he was still doing anything. No, he was like, he's been hosting like forever, like for far longer than he ever hosted any of the other shows. Oh, interesting. Like, it's either Food Network or it's one of those. I have no idea. Um, but it's like where they talk about can't like for example, it'll be like, oh, how Snickers bars is made, or like how like taffy is made and where it comes from, like stuff like that. Huh? No, I have I have no idea what you're talking about. Unfortunately, really, I don't. I'm sorry, dude. He's been hosting this show uh, forever. Unwrapped. Yes, Unwrapped Network. He's been hosting that show for like for like 15 years. Interesting. Yeah, he's still doing it. Well, good for him. As far him. as I'm aware, I don't know. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, it was always my dream to be on one of these shows, but I never was. Yeah, I always wanted to see Double Dare. Yeah, maybe for um your next big birthday, we can make like a Double Dare course. In my backyard? Or where, where would we do this? I mean, if anyone's going to be able to engineer it, it would probably be our friend Rob. Hi, Rob. Hey, Rob. He's never listened. No. He never will. He's a terrible friend. What a monster. But he could, if anyone could, he would be the one who could make a double dare course for oh, us. Oh, sure, he could. But. I'll, I'll send him, you know. We just need some baby pools full of whipped cream. I think we're fine. Like, we're halfway there. We're good. Yeah. We could do it. That, but it, We'll just put, like, a cherry on top and be like, oh, it's the big Sunday. You have to search there. We watched a seven-minute YouTube video of the kids on Double Dare just getting to the top of the Sunday slide. Yeah, these kids were idiots. They would, like, climb... Oh, my God. It would be, like, climb a ladder with these gangly-ass teenagers. (laughs) Well, (laughs) and some were teenagers, some were, like, seven. Yeah, it was a very wide age gap, but it was the older ones who were taller than Mark Summers, like, sitting next to him. Mm -hmm. It was very disappointing. It would be like, just... Just climb up the ladder. Just climb up the ladder. And they would just be, like, slipping and sliding off of it. And then they'd go down, and then he'd be like, get the flag, get the flag. It's literally just right above your head. Get the flag. And they would just be like, hmm. <laughs> they couldn't do it. No, they They couldn't like, stand up and get the flag. No. The flag pass always made me so angry. They didn't deserve it. They didn't deserve their backpacks or space camps. No, they don't deserve their Walkmans or their... Uh, Nestle Quick. Their F- Nestle Quick or their... LA boom, Looks. Their boomboxes. Their boomboxes. Yeah, like, they don't deserve any of that crap. They really don't. But I still... I, I do wish that someone would revive this kind of show. So I would watch it as a grown-up. I would watch this stuff. Totally. I would compete on it. I would write a letter. You can't get me on TV for literally anything, but I would go on TV to play on Double Dare. I'm going to make some phone calls. Do it. I'm gonna watch you compete. I'll take. The would you be on challenge. the same team as me? I would. What would our team name be? Sparkly unicorns. 
That's pretty accurate. Or Dinosaur Princess. <gasps> dinosaur Princess, yeah. So that's good... probably better. Unicorn Cosmonaut. Well, yeah, I guess, like, you could pick your own name, right? Yeah. That's a good one. We yeah. would have to discuss further. We'd have to have, like, a... a We'd have a round table. Or <laughs> Figuring out what our team name would be on the non-planned reboot of Double Dare. Peanut Butter and Jelly Shoes. Perfect. <sighs> Full circle. Full circle. Coming so, for you. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say about Me Legends of the Hidden Temple. Just, like, check it out. It's online. It's on, like, Vimeo or whatever. It's however. on YouTube, probably, too. There's clips on YouTube, yeah. I'm gonna do it. Caitlin and I are gonna go get matching Crook Fog tattoos. Never. Maybe. I'll... So, wait. Oh, I forgot. Before we close. Tiffany said, um... What did I say? All I want to do for the rest of my life is watch Legends of the Hidden <laughs> Temple. Put it on my tombstone. And then I gave her a fake tombstone, and I put her death date as 2019, and you were excited, because you're like, oh, yeah, I get a whole extra year. I was like, year. I make it <laughs> through 2018. Wait, you know, I, every day is a gift. <laughs> I never know if I'm going to wake up tomorrow. So I was super excited about a whole a year. That was a joke. But like, I was you like, were excited. You're like, oh, yeah, you think I'm going to live a whole other year? I was legitimately excited. That's I, Every day I expect I'm going to die. Is it? Actually, anyway. I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> anyway, you should follow Caitlin on Twitter. She's pretty fun. Yeah. At Duffasaurus underscore T Solia. Dot. S. S. V. U. L. I. A. H. She did it. Yeah. I can spell your last name. You stuck the landing. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I get the bronze for sure. It's an Olympic tie-in. Aww. Because it's currently the Olympics. It is. Probably by the time we post this, it'll be like... No, you're, we're going to post like this. It'll be like 2020 by the time we post no. this. No. We're going to post this while the Olympics are happening. Okay. We'll All do right. it. So anyway... Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I'm Caitlin. I'm Tiffany. Bye. Bye.